Welcome to Playmakers, everyone. I am your host, Haley Elwood. It is week nine. The Los Angeles Chargers are back from their bye, and they will head to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. So joining me to talk about this one is NFL on Fox reporter Shannon Spake. Shannon, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Thanks. for coming on. Of course, I can't believe you just said it's week nine. It's so <laughs> unbelievable that it's flown by like this. It's Last week, I was shooting like a little video before the start of our game, and I said it was week eight, and I had to like... I was like, is it week, is it really week eight? Like, I just couldn't believe how fast this season has gone so far. It's nuts. This is what, the halfway point, right? Because now we it have is. week 17. It's kind of crazy yeah. math-wise, but yeah. we've made it, I guess. You can they, look at it that yeah, way. Here we go. <laughs> so one thing, despite the craziness that has kind of remained the same over these last couple of weeks for you is the Atlanta Falcons. You were there last week for their overtime win against Carolina. You will see them again. We're going to preview this opponent against the Chargers this week. They lead the NFC South. Who knew at this <laughs> point? But in your opinion, what is sort of the state of that team right now? I don't know if you really know because I know that they're leading, but that that win last week was so weird, right? I mean, they wouldn't have won if DJ Moore hadn't taken off his helmet. They wouldn't have won if, you know, Bradley Pinion had hit that first field goal um, or that extra point. They wouldn't have won if he would hit the – I mean, it was just like there was so much – like there was so much going on in that game. So I, I still don't know. Uh, much about this team. We had them week one as well, and obviously with most teams, you were still trying to figure it out. You know, listen, they're going to get Cordero Patterson back. Uh, they love to run the ball, and I think that, you know, Tyler Algier has done a great job sort of jumping into the, you know, into that role, but with Cordero coming back, it will be interesting. Uh, they finally started using Kyle Pitts last week, and, and we <laughs> saw uh, Drake London get a couple of catches, and so I, I do think that the fear of that run game, especially with Patterson coming back, is really going to give them that two-dimension that they're looking for looking for that's going to make those guys that you know whether it be Kyle Pitts uh, Kyle Pitts and Der Derwin James that's a matchup that I'm really looking forward to seeing if, if those two are matched up on each other um, but yeah yeah I think uh, they're, they're still sort of finding their identity but they were just I mean they were this close to not winning that game <laughs> I know I think that wasn't the game that I had locally but it kicked in because it, yeah. it got kind of crazy towards the end there and I'm going, oh, Atlanta's got this in the bag. Hold on. Here comes yeah. a 62 yard. No, it's from PJ Walker. And then the helmet incident happens and then overtime happens. But in your point of view, though, looking at that kind of win, is this something that maybe could propel them moving forward? Or are they still sort of, like you said, trying to figure out who they are despite being at the halfway point of this Yeah, season? I think any win is good momentum. I mean, we saw the Panthers um, when they got a win, right? They came in. I mean, it, it was their like only their second win on the season, but it was like this big win and uh, without Christian McCaffrey and without Robbie Anderson. And then all of a sudden they have this like new life, new head coach. And, and all of a sudden they've got this momentum and this hope. So and they came in and played really well and were a couple of plays away from getting a second win in a row so yes absolutely I'm a big believer in momentum whether it be in the NFL I cover NASCAR as well big yeah. believer in momentum and so certainly uh, and, and as far as the Chargers you know I just I watched that uh, Seattle game um, on my way home from Atlanta on Sunday night and it was a tough watch you know, the first oh, yeah. half was was a real tough watch and so it was good that they had the bye and I know I know you guys are limping in with uh, with some injuries especially with um, you know with your skilled players so we'll have to see how all that plays out one of the kind of fun caveats to this game, and we had sort of projected this earlier in the season and it stuck true, is Marcus Mariota and Justin Herbert. You got a big Oregon game coming up. That's kind of got to be a fun matchup, though, for you covering it, right? You know, these two guys 
held this position so long in such a high level at their colleges and now they yeah. get to face off in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going to try to get in touch with Mark Helfrich, who works for Fox Sports now, who obviously recruited both of those guys, and and just find out what that was like. You know, I'm not directly connected to the Oregon program. Uh, Living on the East Coast, I don't don't stay, I don't follow it as much as as I would some of the SEC and ACC um, matchups. But I I do know that Herbert kind of came in and at a time when, you know, after Marcus left and and Marcus Mariota was obviously the man at Oregon. And, and, And I do think that there's an argument, a lot of things that I'm reading online it's like you know one and then there's there's two who's kind of slowly kind of going like this and and listen I mean Justin Herbert has so much respect for Marcus Mariota it's hard not to he's such a likable guy and such a good guy and I am excited to see these two guys on the field together I know that it's happened before in the NFL Mm -hmm. uh, but just to talk to the two of them and see uh, what each has to say about the other one I think will be really interesting and and just a really fun matchup yeah the last time that happened was versus the Raiders when Derek Carr Mm -hmm. went out and Mariota had to come in and it was this surprise matchup. But that game actually was wild and a ton of fun. Um, When it comes to Mariota though, I was reading some reports and people believed he played his best game last week with the Falcons. What did you see? from him well I think he had he used a lot of his weapons last week so I you know I asked him about that post post game you know I mean I think it was like Beard had a great great game you know Pitts got the touchdown you know we, we finally saw Drake London who like the week before I think Pitts and Drake London had only had eight uh, yards passing yards in the entire game so I really think that we saw a lot more of Marcus Mariota and I, I know he had a couple of big runs uh, he's a lot of fun to watch and one of the things that Arthur Smith told us is that his command at that line of scrimmage is something that's really kind of um, I think exceeded the expectations that Arthur Smith had for him obviously he knew him really really well but I do think at the beginning of the year no one really knew what was going on with Kyle Ritter he got a ton of playing time in the preseason and it was like all right is this Marcus's team or or is this going to be a one or two or three game thing and then we're going to see Ritter come in and I I do think that Marcus has done a really good job kind of cementing his you know you you know when we cover a game and a a player a quarterback in particular if he has a really bad first half you go into that locker room and you're like to talk to the coaches and you're like all right do I have to ask him about making a quarterback change and I don't I don't feel like that's a question that I would ask Arthur Smith about Marcus Mariota or or um or Ritter uh, and, and there are some other coaches that you just don't know and, and last week as well with PJ Walker who um mm-hmm. they've now said that he's going to be the starter this week I didn't feel just based on the way that he was playing in that game that that was a question that I would have to ask but I do think that there's a lot of times in this league that you do have to ask that question. How much does that belief in camaraderie between Arthur Smith and Mariota sort of just help that offense overall? I think that, you know, Mariota knows that he's getting a second chance and you don't normally get a second chance in, in the NFL, especially at that position. He said that to us week one when we talked to him, and I really think he's making the most of that that right now. I, I do think that the team is still slowly building. It's it's pretty young. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, T- Tyler Algier's a rookie, you know, and he's been your he's been your guy for the last four weeks when Cordero Patterson's been out. So I, I think I'm I am really excited to see what Patterson does when he gets back out there. He was at practice last week when we were there and we saw him kind of running around and he looked really good and he was on the sideline last week as well uh, and I know he's itching to get back on that field and, and to be a difference maker which we know that he can be. Yeah just what kind of boost does he bring in terms of how dynamic he is not only as a pass catcher but as a runner too? 
Yeah, totally. Um, I think that it's going to be huge. It's it's just seeing him on the sideline last week, just seeing him and his vibe and the energy that he was giving to all those guys. I, I think it's going to be it's going to be that extra little piece. Now all the pieces and parts are kind of coming together with that offense. Like I said, they were able to kind of open it up and use some of their playmakers last mm -hmm. week. And I do think that this is going to be. Um, I mean, listen, he's a big threat. You have to account for him, and when you don't account for him, he'll make you pay. And when you do account for him they're now proving that they have other weapons that will make you pay so in getting to arthur smith i had read an article that said that he is quote unquote getting the most out of a team that has a lot of deficiencies yeah. how has he sort of rallied this group well, look, last week, I mean, their secondary was completely depleted and was so exposed by the Bengals. I mean, uh, it was like 481 yards or something like that, that that um, that those guys that the Bengals were able to put on that secondary. And yeah. last week, they went out and did a really stellar job with guys that, I mean, that they, they brought one guy up off the – they signed with the practice uh, squad, and then they signed him to a one-year deal uh, with Cornell Armstrong. And, you know, they kind of, like, mixed and matched these pieces, and those guys really stepped up to the uh, – to the uh, to the challenge and yeah so I think that that's kind of what it is there again you know you don't have your number one skilled player out there you have a quarterback who's getting a second chance in this league I definitely think that that's a true statement we'll just see how far that can take them so defensively you mentioned it this unit has given up yards but they found ways to still contain it and still get wins what is your assessment of that group well, they they were not happy with the way that that Bengals game went, but I think with with the defensive backs and with that secondary, we hear it all the time, right? You got to have a short memory. That yeah. is the that is the position on the field besides the quarterback that you got to just like you got to like let it go, go. Yep. <laughs> because because you're gonna get fifty percent of the time a guy's gonna be celebrating in the end zone because you know you weren't you know you weren't in your position and the other half you're gonna be in the right position uh, to get it done. And I think that what they did last week, and we don't know if um, Terrell. Uh, AJ Terrell will be back. We don't know um, if Jalen Hawkins will be back this week. So I, they're going to have to step up again. And then they just got rid of um, Marlowe. Um, they, they just sent him. I can't. I was like during the trades today. I saw I saw that that mm -hmm. trade went down. I would be lying if I if I told you where it was. But I did see that it went through. And uh, so, yeah, there's again, there's there's some changes that are happening. You're going to have a new guy that's going to have to step up in some of those roles. And then lastly, Shannon, what do you think is a deciding factor in terms of how you see this game playing out, whether it's on the Falcons or maybe the Chargers side too? Yeah, I definitely think, I mean, the Falcons have definitely proven that they want to run the ball. They want to stick to that run game. So you got to be able to stop that first and foremost. And we know that, you know, games are won and, and lost in the trenches. And that's going to be the case again to, uh, this weekend. Uh, are there enough guys downfield for Herbert to air it out and to expose the secondary? You know, is Keenan Allen going to be healthy? I know I know he wasn't at practice on Monday. Will he be back out there? Will he be able to be a difference maker? Because even if they, I mean, you don't want to bring him out there if he's not 100% because you don't want to get him injured even more. But um, I think that those are going to be the keys because that secondary does, I mean, they while they looked good last week, we do know that they didn't two weeks before that. So I think that that's an area that can certainly be exploited. Uh, but I think stopping the run game and making them one-dimensional in terms of the Falcons, I think that's really important. Shannon, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you Thanks. so much for sharing your insight on this game. And we will see you in Atlanta. Thank you